welcome to the How to Health podcast. We are the Health Equity and Social Justice Student Coordinators working with the Career and Civic Engagement Center. My name is Kira Elliott. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a sophomore at Bryn Mawr from Eugene, Oregon. Hi, I'm Malini Rajendari. I use she, her pronouns. I'm from Olympia, Washington, and I am also a sophomore here at Bryn Mawr College. Hi, I'm Jacqueline. Uh, my Chinese name is J-I-E, pronounced as Jie. Uh, I'm a senior at and psychology major. Um, I'm from China, Italian China. Beautiful. Oh, I have some questions. Okay. So basically, what is stress? When do you feel stressed? Like, how do you deal with the stress? And are they helpful or stressful? But before that, are we doing like the check-in? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's do a check-in. Um, so how's everyone's week been? I know we all just got through midterms, or some people are still getting through midterms. So yeah, I can start. Um, so it's like the week after fall break, and I was really hoping fall break would be a time for me to like get work done. Um, but it was tough. I went home for a couple days, and that's just a really long flight. Um, and then I had to be back because I'm on the cross-country team, and so we had to do training over fall break, um, which was really fun to be here with the team, um, but it was busy. And then I had a midterm this past week that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, so I'm glad for that, but I'm still in the heat of midterms. I have another exam coming up on Tuesday. And I had an overall pretty good week, just a very long, stressful week. Um, so speaking of stress, right. <laughs> so I'm pretty tired, but it was my birthday yesterday. So now I'm 20, feeling <laughs> old. Feel? It, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird to, like, I, I've been pretty existential about it recently. I've been like, I can never be 16 again. Yeah, I like, turn 20 in 10 more days, and I'm enjoying uh, every day I have. Wait, so <laughs> November 2nd. Okay, Scorpio. How about you? How was your week? My week, I think this has been one of the longest weeks ever. Mm. It feels like we got back, not in a bad way necessarily. It just feels like we got back from break months ago. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree and I with don't that. know how that's possible. It's I haven't even been on campus for a full week yet. I got back Sunday night. <laughs> um... But it was a pretty good week, I guess. Um, all my midterms were done before break, so that was good. But I also started to get sick before break. So I was sick the whole week before break and basically all of break, straight oh. until Friday. So even though I was out, I did like being home when I was sick because I got to sit in my bed and mm-hmm. be sick versus be in my dorm room. But I also wish I could have not been sick over break and actually been able to enjoy my break. Too bad. How about you, Jacqueline? Um, my break. I it doesn't really count as a break because for the graduate school I still have to have a uh, field placement. <laughs> so that's Monday and Friday. And it just cuts my break into like small pieces. Hmm. Uh but I did accomplish something during the break that I took my driver's license. <gasps> Yay! <driving>. Yay! <laughs> and now I just need to go to get my picture taken yeah. and get my driver's license. Was it crazy to get your driver's Like, was it, were you nervous to get it? 
Yeah, like I took, uh, I have three days in a row. I took lessons in three days in a row. <laughs> and I just passed on the last day after I had that class. Okay, I don't know if it's just me, but Philadelphia drivers are insane. And like, like compared especially to, in the city. Yeah, compared to the West Coast drivers, East Coast drivers are kind of crazy, and I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I think West Coast drivers are really passive, and East Coast drivers are very aggressive. Yeah, like, like anybody very will confident. let you get onto that freeway in the West Coast. It's so easy to, like, yeah. people let you go. It's so <laughs> nice. Yeah. Not the same here. No. It's pretty intense. So, you were asking some questions about stress, and I feel like we all kind of... We've been through it. We've, we've all been through it's, it. It's been a year so far. Um... I mean, yeah, like, how has the transition back to completely in-person classes been for you guys? Um, well, for me, it's been quite interesting because I was completely remote last year. So this is my, even though I'm a sophomore, it's really my first time experiencing this whole campus thing and having an on-campus experience. So I think, I don't know, I got used to getting done, like, getting up at 5 in the morning for my classes, which was brutal. <sighs> For a while, but I also enjoyed getting done with classes at 11 in the morning. Mm. So I had, like, the whole day to myself, and it was super nice. And also, like, I think there's so much more to balance when you're at school versus just doing it from home. So it's yeah. added a lot more stress in general. Mm-hmm. But I've also enjoyed having the college experience. Sitting in my room in Olympia and doing school at Bryn Mawr just wasn't it. <laughs> it wasn't fun. Yeah. Yeah, how about you, Jacqueline? You had a you had like what I a had year? a year before like the pre-pandemic experience. Uh, I feel like what I uh, didn't know does that means but I did is that just randomly like when you are like in between the classes and you just randomly jump into people like who are also going to their classes and you say hi and then. Like that's kind of random, jumping into people and then, and then see that that like they are living their lives or just like going to professors like office hours. Um, I mean, you can still do that virtually, but there is something about like sitting in their office with like like overwhelmed by their books <laughs> that gives you this feeling. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I like, um, last year I was completely remote my first semester, and then I transitioned to be on campus, Uh, but like three out of four of my classes were completely online, Um, so it was a lot of like sitting in my dorm room, Um, and I definitely appreciate like, I think for my own mental health, just like getting outside and having to walk to class Mm -hmm. is really nice, but I will say there's like, it's exhausting, like, social, yeah. socially to be around, like, so many people all the time again, and, like, um, I don't know, being I, in a classroom in general yeah, is exhausting. Yeah, it is, like, oh, another thing I miss from Zoom is that you can see everyone's name tag, and they're yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to remember it. No, I still don't know. I'm in, like, a class, I'm in a history class with, like, 12 people. I still don't know everybody's name. Oh, that's the it's nice It's so bad. Them. There are 90 people in my class and nobody gets to talk to each other. So oh. I don't really have, I don't know if that's a nice thing. I don't know if that's a nice thing, but at least I don't have to worry about There's no pressure of remembering people. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely true. 
yeah I think like I've, I agree like getting to have this more normal college experience is really lovely and I think for like connecting with people that's been really nice um but like you were talking about being sick and I tested positive for COVID a while ago um I was asymptomatic and I was totally fine and it easily could have been a false positive just because it was a rapid test um but I I don't know um the quarantine nevertheless the yeah of course and like I was just, like, in my apartment, like, by myself, um, having to take classes, like, either miss classes or, like, work with my professors to have some sort of, like, online situation, and I think that was, that disconnect was really hard of, like, everybody else is, like, in class right now, Mm -hmm. and, like, I'm just watching class happen, and it's so difficult to bring yourself to pay attention, and, like, so difficult to like engage with the content um so I don't know definitely a balance yeah I think getting sick was one of getting sick at school was one of the worst experiences I've had just because I was sick the whole week um leading up to fall break which is a pretty intense week in Mm -hmm. general because like all the teachers are throwing things at you things are due all that stuff yeah um even though it's COVID like a lot of my classes still aren't recorded mm-hmm. and I mean, my math class had a zoom option but like one of my classes is just not recorded at all and I had to get notes from someone else so I even though I read through those notes there's so many gaps that of course need to be filled and I just didn't get just reading the notes mm-hmm. and so I was so stressed out because I could not quite figure out what was going on in class and I'm still struggling to quite catch up, Mm -hmm. and I don't, like, I mean, if I had COVID, I feel like it would be so much worse, because if I had a false positive, I would be out of class for two whole weeks, and I was only out for one week, and if I'd been out for two weeks, I do not know what I I would have done with this class, because nothing recorded at all. Mm. It's, yeah, it's definitely odd that there's, like, an expectation that students are just going to go, like, right back to being able to participate fully in class um, without any sort of, like, hybrid option or a recording or anything like that. I want to share something that's because I'm now taking class in the graduate school, Mm -hmm. and then one difference they have between graduate school and undergrad is that, like, they are not, like, we are, like, young. 30, 20s, or like 18 to 20 young adults, and they are like, they can like range from like my, who like my age or like my mom's age, mm-hmm. like so they have a whole life, like outside school, so like, is, like, they have a, like a work or family or whatever responsibility they have to balance with school mm-hmm. but then undergrads in undergrad you kind of are expected that or you are just a student and then this is your full-time job yeah definitely I think that's that's a really that's just not true though right like people are so nuanced like even at 18 19 20 21 22 you have so much going on outside of school yeah. it's almost like I don't know. It's an odd expectation, in my opinion. Yeah, it very much is. And especially, like, this year, like, going back to the things about, like, not being recording, not recording lectures sometimes is, like, we're still expected to not come to class if we're sick. Yeah. 
Yeah, out of, like, care for other people's health. Yeah, or even our professor's health, for that matter. We're really, like, I mean, if you had a false positive for COVID or a positive for COVID, you're really expected not to come to class. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really think they want you there. (laughs) I don't want to be there. Like, (laughs) there's also no other... Option. There's no other option in a way, like if you want to keep up with your work. Yeah, if you want to be a successful, like, academic student, there's no other way right now. Mm -hmm. Definitely something to think about. Do we do we want to talk about your stress questions? Yeah, it's stressful to be sick as an as a student. Um, it really is, and I think for me at least, when I get stressed, there's a lot of part of me that like starts blaming myself about it. And I kind of am trying to learn to deal with it, but it's still very, very hard to get away from, like, the whole idea of, like, blaming myself for getting sick and taking care of myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Jacqueline, I know you had some questions and stuff about stress, so. Yeah, now, with that, now that we are talking about stress... I just want to hear about like how do you define what is stress and like when do you feel about when do you feel stressed? Mm-hmm. How I would define stress? Um, it's a very good question. We <laughs> tend to uh, use the word too much, but yeah, I think like I have diagnosed like general anxiety, um, so I tend to like correlate my anxiousness with like stress in general I think but I don't really know if that's necessarily accurate um like biologically or (laughs) even like just with like the definitions of those terms um but like I would say stress is like like an emotion and also an experience that can like um be physical it can be like mental and emotional I think I undergo a lot of emotional stress like you were saying like blaming myself for like not staying caught up in all my homework or like getting my readings done right before class starts or um those kinds of situations overbooking myself on a weekend when I know I have an exam coming up might be talking from personal experience (laughs) (laughs) um yeah those kinds of situations like like facilitate and create like emotional stress because I'm like how am I going to get everything done perform to like my highest ability which is like what authentically I want to do um because I care about my academics and I also care about like participating in my social life and like like having a social life and like finding a balance um and like feeding myself and taking a shower and like doing all the things (laughs) but um I don't know if that even answers the question, but those are some examples. Um, what was what was the second thing? How do you like when do you really feel stressed? Oh uh, well, all of those times. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Malini? Um, I think stress for me is sort of just being overwhelmed, mm. just um kind of not being able to figure out my next step because I'm generally a pretty logical person. I'd like to say. Um, or, like, at least I do things in sequences. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this is next, this is next. And I kind of just roll with the punches a lot of times. But sometimes I, when I lose the ability to do so is when I recognize that I'm 
stress. Yeah. When I lose the ability to be like, oh, think clearly and be like, okay, this is what's next and this is what's after that. And that's when I'm able to tell myself, okay, you're a little bit stressed. Yeah. At least a little. At least a little. (laughs) Maybe a little more. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I kind of define stress kind of in similar ways. That stress is what I feel when I feel that things are getting out of control. That Mm -hmm. I cannot control it. And, uh, And there are two kind of scenarios. The first one is having a big assignment coming up, a big project, and then I basically have to dedicate like my whole twenty-four hours to this project, and like and then doing it like nothing else, <laughs> like it cares, it matters, and then that there's also another kind that is like immediately immediately after I finish this project, that. I feel like my life is empty. I have nothing else. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that feeling more. <laughs> so like, because there are some like errands and my like put up like delay because I'm so focused on this big project. Mm, yeah. And then some like other random like taking care of yourself, taking a shower. I mean, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm <that's>, glad. <laughs> <laughs> that I may not like pay fully attention to. Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, like, two kind of scenarios. I yeah. Feel like, like, yeah, like, certain things have to go in order to get this thing done. And then once that thing is done, it's like, oof, breath of relief. But now what? Like, <laughs> yeah, I've been repeating the sentence, something's got to give for about a month now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of, like, at least for me, when I get stressed and I started, like, telling myself, I was like, what did you do with your time? Like, there's a lot of me, like, being, like, where did the day go? How, how like, I mismanage all my time. Mm. And there's a lot of, like, times I'm, like, I should have done this instead. And I think that's when it's it gets really bad. Yeah, and that, like, almost, like, mental spiral of, like, straight, beating yourself up. Yeah, and it's, like, ugh, like, I should have gotten this done, and then I should have done this. Or even if you, like, plan during the day, okay, I'm going to finish this piece of, like, work and then I'm going to go to the library and study for like two hours and then I'm gonna do xyz but if something doesn't happen or if none of that happens then it's like why did I waste my whole day yeah and then I don't know for me personally that's definitely a really toxic mental state to be in because that can like like just spiral into like a night of just, like, curling up in my bed, like, being upset with myself or not able to, like, commit to getting anything else done because it all just feels so overwhelming to even start. Um, yeah. That actually perfectly leads to my next, next question about how do you deal with distress? And mm-hmm. are they, like, this, what you just talked about is one way of do, dealing with it. And my question to that is, are they sustainable? Oof. Definitely not. No. (laughs) Definitely not. I've learned the hard way. Yeah. I have learned the hard way. I think, um, I don't know about you guys, but at least being a STEM kid, like, I've, all my grades are just test after test after test. And I put so much pressure on every single test. And I think, I go, I, like, think about, like, 
this test is my whole life. Mm. And I really need to accept that it's not, but it's still very hard to do mentally. And yeah. and then, like, if I do something saying, oh, okay, I'm not going to put that much pressure on this test, and I don't do well on it, and then I, like, ask myself, like, maybe I'm letting myself go, and then it just goes into a whole... Yeah. It's a whole circle, and it's a vicious, vicious circle. Yeah. Yeah. I totally relate to that. And it's totally not sustainable because no, not even like even if maybe you didn't spend as much time studying as you would have if you were telling yourself like this is this is everything. This is going to dictate whether or not I get into medical school, which is like not true. But like you know, if you like let yourself have something else in your life um and spent some time like going out to eat with a friend or like taking care of yourself for a little bit in some other capacity and you didn't like perform as well as maybe you would have liked to like certain things have to hold different weight Um, and you have to like put value into different things like being being a machine and like just being an academic 24 7 is not going to lead to a very happy or healthy life um and yeah I think for me like when I get into that like mental space like I always call them my low periods um I'm like ugh, I'm just feeling low I'm not feeling motivated I'm so like tired um I'm really upset with myself because I'm not doing the work that I know I need to get done um but I can't even bring myself to get started because it feels overwhelming and like wallowing or just like laying or like experiencing this like self-pity and like upsetness with myself like, it doesn't feel good, but, like, maybe it's comfortable. Like, I don't know. I tell you, ice cream is my best friend. <laughs> I do love ice cream. Um, <laughs> but, like, that is not, like, a good place to be. I don't like myself when I'm like that. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not healthy for me because I feel better, like, about myself and, like, throughout my day when I just, like, say, all right. I'm just going to get started. Like, I'm just going to do this one assignment that I know, like, I can get done, whether or not it's due anytime soon, and mm-hmm. just, like, commit. And then we kind of get into the role again. But, yeah. What about you? How do you deal with your stress? So when... Because now schools are in person, and I... Because I live off, off campus, so it's really the case that I've been in school all day, and then I get back home at, like, really late. So all I want is to have some dinner well. I could watch something fun, entertaining, and like mindless entertainment mm-hmm. while I have my dinner. But I also come to realize that this is not school good for my body because I'm now like paying attention to my food. That's also like just not good for me. I actually did something called eating meditation in the summer. So what it is, is that you, before you have your meal, you pay like attention to it, like what it look like, what it feel like, and then how does it feel in your mouth. And then like you can like see like what comes into it, like the soil that's nourished, the, the water, the air, and then like you can like see the universe in your bowl like it's a and but now and it's like if you do that when you finish a meal 
like you will feel very satisfied that mm. I have like such like nutrition in my body. But then if you just like have your meal well, like watching something that you don't even <laughs> really want to watch, and then it just like it's just a meal that you you may not even feel full. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. My justification is that I have a really long day, and I kind of always myself to relax. But it's, I know it's not truly relaxing. Mm. So I'm trying to. I feel like I know the right way to do it, but I just somehow don't want to do it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh. like that's really interesting. I like um. When we were talking about like what we were gonna talk about today, um, and also just kind of throughout the process of discussing what this podcast is gonna look like, um, I was thinking of some of the tools that I've had to use um, in order to like handle my anxiety and like stress management and just general overwhelm. And like one of those things is called opposite action, and it's like a mechanism where your brain is like, this is what I want. Like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do my homework. I don't want to go on a run or go swim or um, hang out with my friends or I just want to, like, isolate or do nothing all day because that is easy and comfortable and, like, going to make me feel better but that's not true. Like authentically, I know that like if I get up and I do my work and I eat a good meal and I go for a run or I spend time in nature, um, I'm actually going to feel better. And so opposite action is like identify what your body or brain or some aspect of you is telling yourself you want to do and do the opposite do the thing that you know is actually going to make you feel better even though it's like technically a little bit more difficult for you to do or it takes more time or more mental energy Mm -hmm. and in the moment um and that's been something that's really helpful for me um especially when it's like uh all I want to do is stay in bed until like 1 p.m and then like I don't know, get out and go to campus center and like sit down and like stare at my blank screen (laughs) and pretend like that's me writing an essay that I have to do. But like, then I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, that didn't feel good. I like, I'm exhausted, but in a different way, not in like a really productive productive or like nice way. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think I tend to do something quite similar, actually. So as I said earlier, like when I get stressed, it's because I cannot figure out my next steps. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I think for me, the best thing has to do has been like to step back for a minute, take a break, walk around, come back and make a plan. Yeah. And I love checklists. I love checking things off my checklist. Mm -hmm. Honestly, sometimes I write things on there that I've already done just to check (laughs) off to get a start on my checklist. That is such a relatable anecdote. (laughs) so yeah I like making checklists and I that's how I kind of cope mm-hmm. is just making a giant list of things to do so I can see them and just fighting it really yeah one at a time take them down mm-hmm. 
Another thing I wanted to say, which is kind of, I know probably a lot of people have said it, but is having a kind of a gratitude journal, which I know it sounds lame, but it works for me at least because like after having a long day, you're kind of feeling exhausted and you like don't know where your life is going. But then if you like kind of review what's happened in your day and re you realize oh maybe something good actually happened to me or it's probably just like like something really small a really small moment that you like try to remember that instead of the overwhelming <laughs> feeling of i couldn't do it mm. and just like trying to remember that kind of um, makes me think that life has, still has hope. <laughs> yeah, I think we could do a whole, like a whole episode or conversation about gratitude yeah. um, because there's like so like, much to be grateful for. So much to be grateful for. Thanksgiving and, episode. <laughs> and so much research done on like the like genuine like health benefits and I don't know how to tell how long it's been going on. Um, but, like, like the genuine health benefits um, of being grateful and practicing gratitude. Mm -hmm. And, like, I have a gratitude journal. I, I journal, like, every time that I have a minute to myself. I think it's so helpful. Um, and I love writing because just, like, getting everything out of my brain and, like, just oh. out. Yeah, it's really, really <laughs> helpful. Um I don't know if you heard this word, but it's called brain dump. Yes. So it's just basically to dump whatever is in your brain onto something, onto a, like your notebook or just in a or a document, so that it doesn't take space in your mm -hmm. brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the first step before you make a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is my plan making. Is just like sort of dumping everything, or like everything that's like on my to-do list and like, yeah just it. getting it down definitely this I feel like this was a really good like first shot in the dark you know at yeah. figuring out how to a how to use a microphone b how <laughs> to use garage band and see like just how we're gonna work as like a trio um podcasting together so yeah I loved it it was a great this time. was fun yeah it was awesome um so well, that's all for today's podcast yeah thank you for listening if anyone's listening um <laughs> i hope people listen i hope some you'll find something relatable and see you guys next time yeah bye <laughs>